Well, hello, kids. I am on the drive home, and you know what that means. Yeah, 10 more minutes of Powers and 10 more minutes of Sydney. Digital Diaries, part of the Dare to Be Better series with Ray and Sid. Before I forget, we have a website, daretobebettershow.com. Daretobebettershow.com, all one word, or all one, uh, I don't know what you would call it. There's no hyphens, no anything, no additional punctuation. And uh, when we start posting content to YouTube again, Ray and Sid Show is the channel. You can go back and watch the other ones while you're patiently waiting for us to uh, hash out season two. But we figured, you know, in the meantime, these are fun. They're informative. And uh, I got to be honest, you know, people are as receptive to these as with the full blown podcast with all the production and everything else. And I really think it's the whole, you know, I don't want to say voyeuristic thing, but you know, you get in a hang with us for 10 minutes doing something super real. Like I do this in the drive home because it's 10 minutes that I have to watch the road. I can't watch videos. And if, you know, because if I watch videos, I'm not watching the road, obviously. <laughs> Especially right now, it's dark and it's raining. So I've really got to watch the road and people around me. If you listen to last week's, you, uh, you know that there are some uh, real jerk-offs on the road here in uh, northern New Jersey, right outside of New York City, I can see the skyline. And luckily, I've also developed that sixth sense. Not a sixth sense, I have that too. I've had that my whole life. But uh, I can see people doing stupid things on the road before they actually do them. And it's like, yep, I saw him. I knew he was going to cut that person off. He just had that body language. So, you know, that's uh, what you get for living a while. Especially uh, observing people in one place for a long time. But I just got back. Well, I got back yesterday, Sunday night. Today's Tuesday that I'm recording this. Did a very successful concert in the Poconos. I was part of a Motown troupe, I guess you'd call it, right? And uh, it's a Motown show, full production. Fantastic show. I get to play bass. I get to uh, play with some great people, some great singers. Had a full house at Mohican Sun in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. I know a lot of people look at the map and go, oh, Wilkes-Barre? And it should be Wilkes-Barre, B-A-R-R-E. But I've heard people say Wilkes-Barre, a lot of people. And uh, one thing I learned about Pennsylvania is they have a whole unique way of pronouncing their uh, municipalities. But, you know, I guess that's their thing. But it was a great time. We uh, stayed over one night, drove home late Sunday night, and uh, it was a good time. It was a good show. Yesterday I had an event in the city, and today I actually had a split I had business here in New Jersey, and I also had something else going on in New York City, and I had to get my daughter to the doctor, so I had to make her an appointment as well. She's okay, just, you know, some uh, preventive maintenance, because she has also decided that she wants to be 
a performer on stage as well. She is absolutely crushing it in school right now as a singer. Featured singer, I'll add. She has perfect pitch like her dad. And I don't know if my dad had perfect pitch, but I would not be surprised if he did. So it's a very, very rare gift. It's ultra rare. And what makes it even more rare is that if you don't sing for a living, you know, you might not even know that you had perfect pitch. So the recognition of people with perfect pitch in the uh, intro business is rare. Even the best singers in the world, you'll hear a lot of them say, give me an A on the piano, and then they can do their thing. And they're fantastic, but uh, that's relative pitch, you know. Get You need you need like a... Uh, I, uh, oh my God, my brain is shut down. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? A uh, reference note. Holy cow. As the rain's coming down, my brain is melting. It's been a long, long day. But no edits. You get it this way. That's it. So the uh, concert was great. And uh, it's been a really, really busy week. It promises to be a busy week. It's getting busier. I have a couple of secret projects that I'm working on. One is literally a secret, and another one I'm just being coy because I'm not ready to uh, hatch what's going on quite yet, but in time. And in addition to everything else I'm trying to do, you know, renovate a house, stay on top of maintenance on older appliances and it's just one thing after another. The joys of owning a home. God bless anybody who owns a home. You know what I'm talking about. And that guy just blew a red light. Nice going, buddy. <laughs> it was yellow. He sped through it, and then it was red for a good four seconds. Which meant he should have slowed down, and he didn't. And this other guy next to me came to kind of a screeching halt, realizing it was going to turn red. And I guess it was that... Uh, I wouldn't say it was a case of the morals that he got. It was a case of, there might be a cop watching and a camera on that light, so I better watch my P's and Q's. It's Christmas time coming up. It's not a time of year you want to be paying $200 speeding tickets or whatever the moving violations go for these days. I don't know. My driver's license right now is spotless, so I, uh, I don't know and I don't want to find out what it costs to uh, pay for a moving infraction. Or even a parking ticket these days, my God. Anyhow, um, what else can I tell you? I've got tons of laundry waiting for me at home because I've been working out and changing in and out of show business clothes, stage clothes, uh, tactical clothes, you name it. You know, my daughter's changing twice a day because she's, you know, that age. <laughs> So my washing machine and my dryer are getting a workout. Luckily, you know, those are, uh, <laughs> those are fine. Everything is working as far as that goes. I don't believe in hexes, so you, uh, you guys just keep up the good work. I'm giving my washer and dryer a pep talk. Have I lost my mind completely? It's very, very possible. But uh, I will say, to my credit, I'm giving myself a pat on the back here. I am sleeping more. Because it's just essential. I mean, if I'm going to be at the gym in the morning and uh, I'm not keeping the same late night hours either. I'm trying to get a lot more done during the day. It means cramming more in during the day. But 
I'm also rewarding myself with, uh, I wouldn't say the recommended amount of sleep, but definitely more sleep. So, you know, steps. I don't know if I'll ever get to eight hours a night, but uh, I would say I'm getting six. You know, a good solid six, maybe six and a half. And then there's nights where I will fall asleep at my laptop at like nine o'clock at night for a half hour. And that counts. So, you know, I'm trying to be better in that way. Sid and I are preaching, dare to be better. That's, uh, that's all part of it. Got an emergency vehicle. Excuse me a second. You may hear some noise. Passing uh, ambulance or something. That's like a cop. He's on his way to something. And I'm on my way home, so. And I'm on my way home. But, uh, that pretty much, I guess, summarizes my week. Sydney, I'm sure, will have a tasty 10 minutes for you. She always has a lot going on. And, uh, you know, one day we're going to have to get together in the same room again and record these. You know, I like to say the proper way, but, um, you know, right now, we're still hearing offers and we're trying to figure out what works best. Not just uh, as far as being lucrative, but, you know, just with time and scheduling and everything else, it's just super, super difficult to... Uh, it's tricky because we both have insane schedules and I don't want her to let up on anything she's doing because she's crushing it. You're always crushing it, Sydney. But right now, you know, there's great things going on. And uh, my schedule in 23, I mean, it's going to get busy, but I'm also going to be able to unload certain things too. So it'll be the same. It'll be just more frenetic days and nights and uh, lots of cool stuff going on. But I get to do everything in this world that I love. And I'm very blessed to do so. And I have you guys and girls to thank for it in many ways. All the downloads, subscriptions, and uh, support you give us. You can't beat that. Anyway, Sydney, everybody listening, love and miss you guys. And uh, I will turn this over to Sydney Hall, my esteemed partner in crime, my co-conspirator, and uh, it's all her fault we're doing this. So take it away, Sid. Ray, that's incredible. Oh, my gosh. First of all, congratulations to your daughter. I just think that is so fantastic that she's finding her stride and the things that make her tick and that she has these natural talents that go along with the things she wants to do. Mm, nothing better than that. I just love watching the kids become their own person. I think it's quite beautiful, it's intriguing, and I love watching them kind of maneuver life the way they maneuver life, you know? So that's really cool. I'm happy for her, and I'm very happy for you. What a fantastic thing that your your music, your traveling, you know, your performances are really blooming. I don't know if they're blooming. Maybe you've always been doing this, but but what I hear is that they're blooming, 
and you're loving every second of it as you should because you're outstanding at what you do. And I do love that um, that you are able to do the things that you love to do. I mean, life is just simply too short not to live it on your terms and to do the things that make you tick. You know, there's there's a system, as I say all the time. There's a process to life. And it's not just something that happens to us. So I'm very happy for you. And um, I have been stirring it up. <laughs> and as I'm sure you're aware, if you ever heard me say, or if I came on and went, oh, I'm not doing anything or whatever, then you would know there's a problem. Because I told this to my girlfriend. I don't know if I've ever told you, but the way I love working life is I actually envision myself in a little house on the prairie bonnet <laughs> and I have to have the apron on though I can barely boil water and then I see myself out in front of the little house on the prairie cabin and with a picket fence. Now, the picket fence is not white because they have too many things to be doing than paint a white picket fence, okay? So it's just a picket fence that's still brown, maybe gray from the wear and tear, you know. But I stand out there with all of my seeds in my hand, and I know which seed is what. And there's not just one seed because, you know, if you only plant one seed, what if your, what if your plant or your garden goes dormant? Well, now you're up the creek. Okay, so I have, let's just say I have seven seeds, and I plant these seeds, and I know deliberately where I put them. I know deliberately how deep they are, because you can't, you know, if you plant a seed too deep, it can't, it can't push through all that soil, but if you don't plant the seed, seed deep enough, it's not protected enough. I mean, it's just like life, right, with your goals, so I'm planting each seed, and then I envision myself going back into the little house on the prairie cabin and getting the watering bucket, then I come out and I water these seeds regularly. Now, it may seem like nothing's happening, but these seeds are blooming and they're never going to bloom at the same time. I know that for a fact. That's why I will plant seven, ten seeds at one time. So then as I water them, I wait for one to bloom. Now, as one starts to push itself through the soil, I'll give it a little more attention. It doesn't mean I forget my other seeds. It means I just focus on this one that's pushing its head through the soil. Now, sometimes when a plant grows, it will it will stop growing for a minute. Maybe it's annual. I don't know. So then I go back to attention talking to all my seeds. Okay, so this is what's going on, Ray. I have to keep some of it under wraps, but about seven years ago, I was designing for a client, designed his home, and he had said to me back then, Sydney, I've gone to seven different architects. No one's been able to give me anything close to what you've given me. This is incredible. What If you could do anything, Sydney, what would you like to do with your design career without pause? I say to him, well, I want a resort. And I want a Sid Fomel resort, you know, and I'd like it in Park City and Aspen and I keep going. And then, of course, I unroll uh, plans of the resort. And I remember him saying, oh, my gosh, and you have plans? And I said, well, of course. The only way to get what you want is to plan for it. You can't just talk about it. You can't just think about it. You have to actively 
B, taking all the steps you need to take to tell life, God, and the universe that you're prepared and you're preparing. You're not just aimlessly flipping about like a fish out of water. So he reapproached me a couple months ago and he says to me, Sydney, every day I think about how bold that was that you deliberately know you want a resort and you weren't frightened because mo- how many people say they want a resort? And he says, I've thought about that throughout the years. So he goes, uh, myself and, you know, he and someone else, they're looking at an island. Okay, I'm not going to tell you where, but they're looking at an island. And he says to me, I would love for you to do all the floor plan development, creative concept, and interior design of the resort for this island. And I go, really? And he says, yeah, who who better? You've wanted to do this and you're prepared. So, and he says, you know, as part of as part of the gig, eh, maybe we'll call it the Sid Fumel Resort. So what I'm saying to you, I, I can't even go any further. I can't go any further, but it's underway, by the way. <laughs> and, and, uh, okay. Oh, well, all right. It doesn't matter. It's underway, and it's huge. And I am just thrilled. I'm grateful for the opportunity, and uh, I'm playing with the big boys right now. We have um, a meeting set up to pitch to two different billionaires for the project. What? (laughs) And let me tell you this, right? I feel it in me. I will land this pitch with these billionaires because, first of all, I can sell the backyard to the guy who's still sitting in his own backyard. It's because it's about finding ways to get other people what they want along the way, right? So one of these individuals that I've had to pitch to as part of the project, which they picked it up, but she says to me, Cindy, what's so incredible is you get everyone all excited. She goes, I'm all excited. I don't even really know what I'm excited about because it's hard for me to keep up with what you're saying, but I know I'm excited. And then she goes, and then the engineer steps in and he calmly puts everything you said into a tight little box with a bow on it, similar to what you do for me, Ray. And what I do love is that these individuals I'm working with understand my value And they have told me my value is that I love life. I absolutely believe in the things I do. And I'm always finding ways to touch the world so that I'm not just making money. I want to touch the world and leave a bigger footprint than what's here when I leave. And I do love that um, they don't try to organize me just like you. You don't try to organize me. You don't try to get me to fit in a box. You just sort of let me do what I do, and I do it, and my, you know, you don't want me to measure anything. You don't want me to give you percentages on anything, and I don't even know what that is. But if you'll just let me, you know, oh, touch the lives of people and inspire them and help them find what they're looking for and in return give them what they're looking for, but it also helps me. It is one of the biggest thrills. Oh, gosh, one of the biggest thrills ever. But who would have ever thought that I might, well, there's no might, this is happening, that I could have a Sid Fumel resort on an island for billionaires to come to. Mm, mm, mm. But I will tell you also, 
there are things that I have in the works that aren't just for the billionaires. You know, I want to bring some single mothers who will email in and give me their story. I want to know how they're overcoming and how they're becoming. And I want to take those best essays and emails and bring those 10 women over, 10 different women every year, and they get to stay on the island. We're going to luncheon. You know how I like to luncheon. And we're going to talk about, hey, I came from a cardboard box, and now I own an island. And this is how you can do your life, too. And this is a step that you take to become your best you and to find the greatness in your life. Oh, my gosh. I can hardly handle it. I can hardly handle it. Okay, I'm breathing. Anyway, Ray, uh, by the way, I've gotten several emails back asking when we're going to be face-to-face because they love us face-to-face. And I will agree, I do love digital diaries, but it will be very nice when we can do this face-to-face again. Anyway, I miss you. I love you. I miss all of you guys. I love all of you guys. I'm grateful to be here and that you allow me and Ray, well, Ray and I, Ray and I to to share your time with you. Anyway, dare to be better with Ray and Seth.